Uh, we're gonna order the cups, so nice. we all everybody has a contrast sweet. podcast cup. And then, yeah, uh, cool. This is sweet. Heck yeah. Yep, sounds good. Are you taking Doofus with you? Yeah, he's cool. Just don't put the collar on him so he's not running around and dinging around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. See ya. I'll see you later. All right, let's so. All right, are we recording on there already? I think I hit it, but I'll double check. <laughs> so you record just like the audio only and also the video? Yeah, yeah, and then we sync it later on, yeah. Okay. So uh, we have, it gives us two right, audio yeah. clips too, so. So gotcha. if anything, we can layer them over top of each other and then I do like my audio magic or whatever yeah. just to make it seem more clear right last time i think josh was saying i put a little bit too much reverb on it, it yeah was so a little bit too big of a room and we were like in a pretty small <laughs> room so, reverb, so. <laughs> yeah yeah so we're, we're good to go we're recording cool. yeah sweet so con- welcome to the contrast podcast episode two my name is mike mala my name is josh and we're here with I'm Ian McAlpine, uh, so yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, awesome. thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian McAlpine is one of London's uh, biggest accounts on Instagram, I would have to say. Uh, he started 519 London. If you don't already know it, go to five, 519LDN uh, on Instagram and give this man a follow because he really shows off all the talent that we have in London and doesn't hold back on sharing anything that you know <laughs> needs to be shared. Yeah. Always there. I have. I've been on it, what, how many times now? I don't know. A few. Too many, too many times. <laughs> More <so>. than me. <laughs> I'm always stoked when you like post yeah. a photo. I'm like, yes, I have content now. <laughs> it's hard to come up with it sometimes, right. you know, and uh, I think the hardest part, I think you and I agree, were the captions. Yes. When it comes to actually <laughs> selecting yeah. photos, pretty simple, because you see what you like, you're like, that's exactly. it, right? But then yeah. you got to put something behind that, right? Yeah, captions are the hardest part i find it all, won't even post a photo because i'm like ah, i just don't want to say the same thing again yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. so yeah. what is your uh like process uh, when you're looking for photos what is the first yeah. thing that you look for um like for 519 london specifically yeah basically just something new and unique like a new perspective of london that you haven't like seen before right or just something high quality as well like okay. it gets a lot of submissions i try to keep like a quality control on it of so, course right yeah. gets a lot of submissions daily but yeah, when you YouTube post photos, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, stuff. you changed the hashtag, actually, because you were trying to filter yes. out a lot more this way, right? Because you're getting so many submissions per day that it was starting to so much overwhelming. Spam. Yeah, spam, yeah. It's like yeah. 100,000 <laughs> posts now with it. Wow. And it, awesome. uh, it's all like real estate or just yeah. know, stuff that <laughs> yeah. doesn't at all. It doesn't that apply. I would feature, yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to get a new hashtag and then I can see the photos easier. Right. But, and uh, how did you get into photography in general? Yeah, so I started as a videographer mainly. I did like grade five is when I would started. I would say okay. so I'm making like Lego stop motion. Like there was this website called Brick Films, and it would submit like Lego movies and just people like that's where oh, I got that's started. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Little webcam. Yeah. Um, and then after that, just kind of like in high school, took video photography courses and just kept doing it. Uh, YouTube videos with my friends. They were stupid, but they're like, <laughs> very cringeworthy to watch now. But, yeah. um, and then, yeah, in university, just kind of started doing it as a side thing right. um, while I did school. Did nothing to do with videography when I went to school. It was like political science, so mm-hmm. okay, cool. <laughs> nothing to do with it. But um, yeah, and then I worked at a marketing agency um, for a year or two. And I was doing some video, but I was also doing other marketing stuff. And I really wanted to focus just on video. Right. Loved working at that place. It was awesome. But yeah. then, uh, yeah, went out on my own. 
and I've been doing this for three years now. Nice. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah you you've yeah. just been all over Instagram and everywhere. So yeah, yeah <laughs> if yeah. you haven't already. Uh, Followed him also on Five One Nine London. He's got Province Ontario. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's another that's page. That a very very fast growing page, I must say, because uh, yeah. you started that page last year, and you're you're coming up on four four thousand almost right, right now. Yep. Uh, which is an incredible feature. If you know how hard it is to grow your Instagram organically, super um, it's yeah. super difficult. Yeah. And Ian's obviously found the right formula, so we got him on the show. <laughs> we got and him. maybe he'll divulge some secrets <laughs> yeah. to us. Uh, tell us a little bit about your other pages that you curate. Right. So yeah, I've got Province Ontario, which is also just anything about Ontario. Um, and then I run, obviously, my personal account, just yeah. my own photography. Um, I have my business account, mm-hmm. which used to be my personal account. Right. Yeah. It's called, it's McAlpine Studios now. Yeah. Um, that account used to be pretty high, and then I just like, uh, I just wanted my own personal account with just like people I actually yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. So I started over, and uh, I enjoy it much more than just like constantly being like, ah, it's like, yeah. why does my <laughs> get, engagement not look right for yeah. twenty thousand people? It's like, yeah. yeah. So it gets frustrating. So just started over. Yeah, but, definitely yeah. Uh, is a frustrating yeah. game trying oh, to look yeah. at your numbers <laughs> and figure out. Where did you go wrong? Because yep. you'll reuse a hashtag maybe from a week ago. I try yeah. to do this thing where I'm not reusing hashtags right, every other smart. day or whatever yep. because mm-hmm. they put you in the spam. Yeah. Uh, but um, when you're when you're, do you have like a set of hashtags or that you or do you actually research your own like that you know that you're gonna yeah. be working with? Yeah. So I change it up, probably every post. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's like key right now is you're supposed to you should do like. I forget what the rule is called, but you do like five hashtags that are under like a hundred or a thousand. Yeah. Then right. do like a few that are under ten thousand, mm-hmm. under a hundred thousand, and right. then you just go like wild with like million ones. Yeah. But like you want to rank, you're gonna rank up higher in those smaller hashtags, right? Right. So, uh, right. Photo will last a lot longer there. Yeah. So doing and that's key. So that will basically it will pass you all the sta- uh, get you past all the stages of yeah. uh, engagement of how Instagram now does it is basically. They want to see you go in tiers. Yeah. Uh, so if yep. you do good on this one, they're going to bump exactly. you up yeah. and you're going to keep going. And then eventually you're going to make it to the big, big popular explore yeah. page. Yeah. And that's the big goal, right? Because yeah. that's where you become viral. Exactly. Um, have you ever become viral? Uh, back when I uh, was used on my other account, like personal account, um, I got featured on a ton of New York City accounts. And yeah. that's yeah. kind of how my followership grew. Yeah. I went on one trip to New York, <laughs> took thousands of photos and just kept posting them. And I don't know, I jumped up to like, 20,000 followers and it was all people interested in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I diverted to like BC and Alberta photos, They're it's like, just like, what? Shoo, it's like no <laughs> yeah. one cares anymore. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's like too many of the same, some same niche. So I couldn't really, yeah, it's hard to off. keep up with just a simple yes. theme of one niche. I mean, yeah. if you live in New York city, probably a lot easier. Same oh, with yeah, people yeah. who live <laughs> out West in Alberta, Absolutely. like Even Jasper Toronto, Bay yeah. of Toronto. Yep. Those guys stick to what they know best, yeah. and it makes their accounts grow because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny how people don't really want to see change. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the same t- tones and everything. Same. And even for us, color. right, in South, Southern Ontario, we don't, like, mm-hmm. Toronto is one of our big yeah. big spots, and then you look at up north a little bit, but mm-hmm. you're not really going up north other than in the fall. Yes. Or, sometimes or in, in the, the winter, winter, yeah. Right? Other fall than is that. Great for Ontario, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, when, you, <laughs> when you're doing these little ones, it's... You know these, uh, yeah. These uh, other, jeez, uh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're doing stuff like London, it's hard yeah, to yeah. grow because there's less people watching. Yeah, London, less people, so. but also too is the, the atmosphere. You've got city. You've got yeah. 
you know, you've got a kind of a coastal type of, of scenery, right? Mm-hmm. So with all of our lakes and, yep. and then you get city. So yep. you're posting a multitude of different genres. So to be keeping different people interested in mm-hmm. different things on one page, it's, yep. it's kind of it's difficult. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, definitely. But. For sure. I, uh, I find like the hardest thing to do is to actually stick with the theme yes. a lot of times because my photos obviously range all over the place. I've traveled yeah. to different places and trying to keep up with a theme of, you throw one BC photo here, London here, and Ingersoll there, <laughs> Toronto there. Yeah, you try to get it all with a mesh together. Doesn't always work. No. But no. what the key thing is to be creative to yourself, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. You don't have to follow a theme yeah. or anything. Just do do what you love. And and we noticed that with that. Ian's pages, he will find an Audi photo, <laughs> and then you post a Ford photo right next yeah. to it. Yeah. But they're amazing photos, man. We Thanks, love man. seeing your stuff. Thank and, you. Uh, why don't you tell us about like something maybe embarrassing or uh, scary that may have happened to you on the job or a client or even oh, on, yeah, a, yeah, on a personal <laughs> excursion or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I have a like a with a client. Um, I did a whole shoot for the day, went home, stuck the card into the reader, and everything just deleted instantly. Oh no! And I was just like, oh, dun, this dun, is the dun. second time this has happened to me. <laughs> and I was just like, no. Luckily, they're like such a nice client. And I was, they, we did a reshoot. But yeah. that feeling is awful. It's so, uh, If you have the option to have two slots to record on both, yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. a lot of the pro DSLRs like yeah. that you use, the Canon 1DX is a single card slot, isn't it? It has two, it has but two. only one CFast. One CFast, so, right. okay. Yeah. Right. The new Mark III has both. Or they're new, they're new like small. The smaller or faster yeah. ones, yeah. So sure. my Nikon, yeah, dual card slot. I only run into that issue once in my life. <laughs> and it was just with personal photos. Yeah. So it's I didn't still... really care. But that feeling of losing something that you just worked so hard yep. on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, can I recreate this? Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> how do I tell the client that <laughs> I <laughs> fucked up? Yeah. 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 That's, that's I know you just paid me a lot of money, but yeah. Yeah. I made the most amateur mistake I could <laughs> yeah. ever made and yeah. nothing everything's all gone. Exactly. But that would be an issue on the card's fault, or would you say that was an issue on of, the reader? I, I honestly don't know. I think it might have been the reader. Yeah. And I think it was because I don't know, it was like I opened it up, I could see the files, and mm-hmm. then the reader like jittered and then everything vanished yeah and i put it in again weird it was gone it was yeah. i gotta get a new one of those, the so. strangest thing with technology man, right I oh, I, <laughs> scary, <laughs> storage. Yeah. worst hard drop moment right there is yeah. losing yeah. the files yeah. yeah losing files yeah i recently went through that problem again did a computer wipe and i was like oh yeah i have everything backed oh, up yeah. on my external drives and then yeah. i couldn't remember where they were on the external drives because yeah. there's just so many files i do do file management yes i yes. do but yeah. <laughs> sometimes i rename things in numbers because i'm too lazy to think of names yep. and then yep. you're like clicking through them and then i was looking for two thousand photos from out west and i right. couldn't find them for like <laughs> three weeks and i'm losing my shit because i'm like well looks like we're going to alberta again <laughs> right that's fine <laughs> so kind of on the topic of yeah. uh of gear there like yep. what what are what are some of the gear that the setup that you have on right. a typical day right so i use the 1dx mark ii um I have a, for lenses, I use either a 35 millimeter, 25, 24 millimeter, and a 70 to 200. Those are my three. So just primes, eh? Mostly primes, except the 70 to 200. Right. Yeah. Mostly cool. primes. I find for video, I really, like they're F1.4. Yeah. So it's key. Yeah. Nice and crispy. Um, nice and crispy, nice and bright. Yeah. yeah. And I'm using a, uh, just got it, Basecamp um, matte box oh, on yeah, top yeah, of my yeah. lens, so yeah. I can shoot at a lower shutter speed. Everything looks a little more cinematic, which right. I'm finding is when I'm out 
outside and having to bump it up to such a fast shutter, it just doesn't look the same. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. So that's what I'm using. Uh, I'm using a Ronin uh, S just for stabilization. Right. Use a glide cam for mine for like ever. Yeah. And then I use that thing and I'm like, never use this glide cam again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, glide cam is great for certain things, but uh, I had the HD 2000 and it's yeah. not big enough for the 1DX Mark II. No, it's too top heavy. Yeah. Eh? falls forward it just yeah. wobbles all over the place I'm yeah like, <laughs> i found that with my glide cam um i was putting it towards like myself more and i'm holding like i had the plate right. uh, stuffed up against my stomach most of the time and i'd be right. holding it this way and the camera would be pointed out that gets so exhausting oh, yeah. so mm -hmm. what would be your tip when it when you're coming to a long shoot like how do you prepare yourself beforehand yeah um <laughs> do weights <laughs> but uh no i i i have the two handlebars on my ronin okay and also you have to be able to you just like put it down right Whereas the glide cam you can't put down no you can't all over yeah uh, with the, yeah the ronin s is great you just stick it down when you're not Perfect. using it but yeah no there's no real way of getting out of the sore back or sore yeah. arm yeah do you use rail systems at all not yet no no not yet but uh mostly just use that ronin s and yeah. i have like a little rig well yeah right. like the little handheld shoulder whatever shorty yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so what it what basically what he's telling you is that in order to seem professional you don't need amazing gear yeah. you don't need to spend <laughs> a lot of money a ronin s goes for about 700 800 bucks nowadays yeah take. They're, they're really good affordable and yeah. you could probably find one used for about 500 bucks maybe even 300 depending on the quality yeah. but that just goes to show you that it takes the skill. It's not the equipment. So that's yeah. another thing I want everybody to get away from yeah. all, all these <laughs> yeah. things that 100%. you need to have Absolutely. the best gear. That's not necessarily true. Yeah. Yeah. I showed up to a shoot and they're like, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This is it. This yeah. is all I shoot with. And it's yeah. like, is this just you? I'm like, yes, it's just me. Yeah. They expect so, some yeah. TV show they, set up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's coming here with, you know, handheld camera. He's got yeah. a whole crew with him. Just yeah. to shoot a 30 second clip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So where would you, where would you say some of your influence came from? Is there specific artists out there, yeah. videographers? Um, growing up, uh, I would just say Peter Jackson. Just watching okay. Lord of the Rings, all that kind of stuff. I love that. Right. Um, but in terms of like YouTube, Peter McKinnon, I watch his stuff all the time. Yeah. I love his stuff. Peter, I would say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm heavily influenced by him and everything he buys. I tend to buy whatever he gets. Fair enough, well, yeah. he does have good reviews and they're very yeah. uh, influential to users like yourself and myself yeah. because... He is such a well-established photographer yeah. in the game that you actually really trust his mm -hmm. opinions, and I do too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'll be watching his YouTube tutorials or something and then be like, wow, yeah. how did I not even really mm -hmm. think about that? And yeah. the man really does think of it all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give us a shout. Well, even <laughs> even some of the people that reach out to him and, and show him new gear and, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, like the yeah. designs and technology that's coming and, and what's sure. out there. So yeah. and, and all these smaller companies too that are creating. Uh, there was this one thing that he had that was like a metal – flip out thing and it just flips out so you can put it down like instantly as a okay. tripod oh okay interesting yeah so you just click a button and it folds out <laughs> automatically and you just place it down right so you James can go from <laughs> yeah it was, it was a cool Cue piece of technology <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah so um what uh what would be some tips that you would give new or aspiring videographers, videographers and photographers yeah uh, just like building connections is huge that's the to get the network is yeah. definitely huge. I'm lucky I have a uh, business partner who has a lot of connections and is able to help me out with that part because mm -hmm. selling was has never been my strength. Right. But I've had to try and get better at it. Um, but yeah, just um, 
selling yourself not selling yourself too low either the yeah. problem is and that ruins it for all of the exactly yeah. we yeah. were just talking about we this were just yeah. talking about <laughs> like, i'm but, glad that you touched up on that yes. because selling yourself short is really not mm-hmm. hurting just yourself but everybody else industry. in the industry you're Absolutely. it's like buying a house and you're selling the house and everybody on your street is selling it for three hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars but you go and sell it because you need to sell it today for 200 yeah. yeah you're hurting the whole neighborhood yeah. man exactly yeah. yeah yeah for sure and uh where was i going with that <laughs> yeah. um yeah no that's one one industry i found that with is real estate it's so like you're fighting for like a 300 hundred dollar little video shoot yeah it's like i can go work for another client for like two hours and that's yeah yeah so it's real estate's hard um but it's a good place to get started in mm-hmm. um as well as just like portrait photography yeah something i'm not super knowledgeable about but mm-hmm. i do i do a lot of different corporate sort of portrait photography you do headshots yeah. and stuff like yeah. that you've yeah. done uh commercials for libro libros yeah, yeah that was the most recent project most recent right one, yes yeah. yeah i work with libro i work um, with audi mike audi sport mike, yeah, yeah he's awesome uh we're in the middle of trying to change the name to something more generic okay do okay. all cars yeah right. so that's that's a lot of fun. is he leaving yeah. audi is that the reason or is it just because he wants to expand like his broadband yeah so he's not at audi anymore he's no. he's expanding right. into okay. some other stuff um yeah he's a super cool dude nice yeah. um but that's another thing that's uh, is um different income streams so right. youtube um selling stock footage that's another thing i do stock footage selling mm-hmm. um and then just taking pictures of things you think people will want to buy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Some things I've done in the city is just take pictures of the buildings going up. Like yeah. the new building, like Tricar. Yeah. I yeah. sold a few photos to them just from doing that. No yeah. kidding. Wow. So, um, yeah, just doing stuff with the hopes that, that somebody at that company will see it. Right. Yeah. And in video, like for photography, it's, you know, it's a lot about who you know. Yep. Um, is, does Absolutely. that apply to videography as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And another thing to do is some people don't think about this, but reaching out to agencies, right? Yeah. In, especially in London, there's a ton. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Working there's like Northern Arcane, TVK. There's a bunch of different marketing agencies in London, and yeah, if you can work under them, you don't necessarily get to own that work. But yeah. It's a right. great place to start. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so when you say you sell your stock work, it, yep. you're talking about just every kind of flow, like product photography uh, only? Mm-hmm. Or Mostly is video is what I'm video. selling. Yeah, video is what you're selling? Okay. I do sell, yeah, I do. On I feel like video v- video would do Definitely a lot. higher, a higher purchasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so like you're, t- you're putting a lot more time and effort into yeah. a video than you are with a photo. Right. So I could see why they would, sometimes, you yeah. know, sometimes, right? Of course, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, like, unless you're an amazing photographer or videographer mm-hmm. where everything just comes out perfect yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the case. <laughs> yeah. Not the case with anybody, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even Hollywood messes up. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing, yeah, I would tell people is there's a website called Blackbox. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. No. Just, just a little yeah. more stock about. footage website. Basically, they take your footage and they distribute it to all oh, the wow. stock mm-hmm. sites. So what I've done is just basically upload one shot and then they send it to everywhere. So it's on Adobe stock mm-hmm. it's on shutterstock it's on all the i don't know what the other ones are but mm-hmm. um and yeah i've gotten a few sales already just from doing it nice and, but it, the thing is you have to be uploading in bulk like so much right. stuff constantly yeah. to make it worth it but okay for sure so what kind of stuff uh would you when you say bulk how much bulk are we talking about like right you want to be like uploading I, like i'm part of the group on there and they, people are selling like they will have like a thousand clips up wow right, right. okay but so it's it's a long-term yeah. investment strategy right. yeah. Yeah. yeah people are gonna buy this every month or yeah. so yeah okay yeah. okay yeah it's just that's another, awesome. another yeah. revenue stream 
The revenue streams, that's probably the hardest one because uh, for me, you'll you'll have one month where you, you do amazing yep. and then you get cold, yep. you know, yep. and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. finding a new network or whatever, or finding new people to work with because, I mean, unless you're with an agency, like right. you said, you're not really going to be always having your own work, people coming to you. You, right. have, to, you have to like reach out and yep. mm-hmm. talk to people and almost beg mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for jobs sometimes yeah. uh, I find but like with real estate it's a super hard one right. I, I try to get into it myself and mm-hmm. it was really hard to break the mold because uh, no matter how many times I would shoot a house there's always something that the, the realtor would pick apart or they would be like um, you know what <laughs> you know what you know shoot it this way or the lighting mm-hmm. you know and that's another thing is if you don't have the equipment like yeah. when I first started and I wasn't using a glide cam I was using yeah. <laughs> relying solely on Adobe Premiere stabilization <laughs> yeah and just warp stabilizing <laughs> but I mean it worked out good we found some customers mm-hmm. but it doesn't always continue so yeah one thing that Ian does I think that constantly gives you more work is that your quality is always top-notch and man, how do you assure your quality to make sure that like is up to your standard what is your process on quality like yeah just i very i spend a lot of more time than i probably should on each video um just really like picking apart making sure like each cut is right yeah sometimes that's like the biggest thing is like did you cut it at the right spot yeah right um also i use a software called frame.io which i send the client and then they can comment at each timestamp. oh okay so yeah. they're usually like two or three rounds of uh edits with the client so i usually like to keep them involved that's good. A lot of the time. So That's really good. So that helps uh, ensure quality control. Yeah. So time frame. So if you go shoot a house, yes. How long will the client be expecting uh, to wait? If you're doing a house, yeah. real estate, uh, it's usually about forty-eight hours. You forty-eight go, hours on our turnaround. Yeah. Okay. So and what, what about uh, the car videos that you're making? Because videos, those, yeah. that, like, to me, it seems like that would be a, a full production scale a day or right. two to film it, right? So, especially so, with weather, <laughs> where we are, right? So Yeah, so we did, uh, the very first one I ever did was that Audi R8 video. It's through Spring Lake Park. Right. Um, we shot for an hour and a half, and I think I had that done by the end of the night. Wow. Kind wow. of thing. Wow. Um, just because that was the first time I met Mike. Yeah, Not like I got to impress this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you certainly impressed him because you've made a couple more videos with him since then. Yes. And obviously, you guys are branching off, and you guys are going to be doing bigger things. Hopefully, we see some Ferraris or some Lambos yeah. in there. That'd be awesome. You, know? yeah. you already kind of had yeah. a Lambo on there, the R8. If you guys don't already know, it's pretty much a Lambo underneath it all. Yeah, Huracan, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, was that your favorite car to shoot? Would you say the R8? Yeah. I just, well, it's because working at like with Mike at the Audi dealership, it's there are a lot of them there, right? Yeah. So yeah. we get access to that. But no, I love dad. Not partial to Audi. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Audi, but yeah, yeah. my uh, dad is uh, worked at Ford, so I've always kind of had a thing for. Yeah, Ford. Ford family. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I I'm no partiality to any cars company so (laughs) cool so so do you take do you when you're filming one of these videos do you take the time to storyboard do you just write notes yep sometimes yeah for that first that audi r8 one no Mm -hmm. first one we wanted like in the forest like all that storyboarded that one but some of the other stuff is more for the youtube channel we're kind of like make we make these little like highlight montages for the Mm -hmm. intro sequence and then he goes into his review and then i usually use those montage sequences for my Instagram and right, right. I used to promote and stuff. Okay. So. so you, because you film it, so you technically own the rights to that, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So of all of you that don't know there, no, you always own the rights. To that. Uh, Depend, depending depends, on the con- depends, de- depends on your contract. Depending contract, on the contract, yeah. and oh, yeah. also you can go as far as depending on what country you're in. 
Because now ca- I learned yeah. something. Because I believe in Canada, pretty much anything, depending what the contract states, yeah. anything you shoot freelance is pretty much yours. I'm right. From my knowledge, <laughs> legal stand from legal from a standpoint. legal standpoint, yeah, yeah, yeah um, you can use it. To but if, like you said, if if there's a contract involved, then obviously there's you know there's True. different things yep. that would apply, yep. and who owns that that True. footage yep. and that work. But um, yeah, usually, typically, that photographer in Canada would yeah. own the rights to the work. There are so. certain things I work. Um, I'll do like internal videos for clients. You can't show that stuff yeah. to anybody else except for that company so yeah. there's that stuff so there's like a privacy clause there where they're like okay we right. need to see this right. and only eyes on eyes right. are only one right and uh is a contract like a normal thing on every job that you do or is it sometimes just maybe word like a word of mouth contract where you yeah. kind of just agree to yep. what they want primarily it's been that it's primarily mm-hmm. it's been yep. that okay yep. yeah because like i find writing contracts i mean it's tedious yeah. but is it really necessary do you think um i think down the line, there'll be instances where you run into people that are harder to work with, and you mm-hmm. will want a contract to keep yeah. yourself safe. But yeah. Yeah. so, say you uh, you are on a job and you yeah. are dealing with a difficult client, what would your process be then? Would you would you leave and come back with a contract, or would you? What what would you? Uh, what would, yeah, you probably it, haven't even encountered that. It, eh? It's been yeah, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. good people to work with. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I haven't had to really. I need to get more into that, but I haven't had to. I haven't had any situations that have been bad like that yet, yeah. Yeah. which is great. Any, <laughs> any lawyers one, right? out there, <laughs> yeah. hit us up. Yeah. We need some contracts, <laughs> yeah. some templates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, contracts, I, I mean, I've, I've, I have a few out right now, but mm-hmm. they're, especially when you're working with a business that has different needs yep. um, with types of content that you have to deliver to them. Right. So, for instance, like recently, a business that I've been working with, they said that, oh, well, this contract states this, but you're yep. producing this, but there's another party involved, which kind of takes away from part of that contract. Gotcha. So basically I have, you know, there's a little bit of work around that you have yeah. to do and create new contracts yep. and, and uh, try and make sure that you work with the businesses. Yeah. So, right. Um, Making sure everyone signs release forms yeah. too. So yeah. You can use that yeah. footage afterwards. Right. Yeah. yeah that's the- <laughs> Somebody's face on there. Yeah. Like, Hey, I didn't sign for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Sue him. Like, yeah. I didn't want to be on TV. Look at that zit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, have yeah. you ever had a problem on set uh, with maybe even somebody that you're working with uh, that was just maybe being difficult to the point where you wanted to leave? You say no, nothing like no, that. No, not lucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't had any instances like that yet. Okay. I've had like instances where one person doesn't want to be in the video, right? And you're at like an event. So you're like constantly filming to not have that person in the right. shot, but you have to, right. have to be flexible like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. All well, right. let uh, we'll kind of give you the floor, I guess, and let everyone know what you've got going on in the future. Sure. And sure. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, third year into business, um, just uh, still trying to grow more connections and trying to reach out to more businesses. But uh, in the works right now, just continuing to work with uh, Libro, working with. Um, Western University a lot, RBC every once in a while, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, just trying to reach out really. Um, not in the works right now, just editing every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah constantly. Enough. I don't know if you guys like. Ed- do you like editing? Enjoy. Yeah, editing? I yeah. love editing. It's something I do on a daily basis. Yeah. I, I feel like I have to do it every day in order to practice yeah. and hone my skills. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since Adobe, since the loves to release so many updates every year, uh, it's, constantly it's constantly changing the programs, <laughs> and I'm. I feel like I'm always learning something new, like yeah. in Photoshop, and that's like something that I've 
kind of been like focusing on is trying to get into like the fantastical side of yeah. uh, Photoshop and bring in like a lot of fantasy into a lot more fantasy into my photos. Yeah, realism is great, but I'm starting to get a little bit bored of it sometimes. So that's where I'm. That's like you said. I've always kind of struggled with that with like moody photos, and I want to make them look super dark and yeah. like gritty. And but then all at the same time, I'm like, ah, oh, does this look real? Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to push the you yeah. don't want to overcook the photo, but yeah. you also want to put in a style that. That's it's going to draw the viewer back in. It's going to exactly. be like, man, I looked at this photo before. How did I not notice this or something you know, yeah. in there before? And that's the one thing I always strive to do in my mm-hmm. photos when I'm editing is to bring out something that yeah. the viewer n- would not be expecting to see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like you and I, we have a pretty similar, I feel like, tone style. We're pretty cold you know, yep. and yep. moody. <laughs> <laughs> but... No matter no matter what, I look at your photos and I'm just like, man, like why can't I be this good? But. You know, no, it, and it's crazy because like people will tell me that that they look up to me, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't feel the that thing is, way. We all hate our own stuff. We, yeah, 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 we're all worst critics. And yeah. no matter how many times I look at my photos, how many times somebody will say that's an amazing photo or an amazing edit, mm-hmm. I still think it looks like junk. Yeah. On well, my end, and that's where I kind of. I, I like the edit, editing process because yeah. you can, as photographers, we always go back to photos that we've always, ed, you know, previously posting, edited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you do the same thing oh, with yeah. video. Yeah. Um, but even even with photos, it's just, mm-hmm. you, you go back to a photo that you, you edited a year ago and you're like, well, I could have done this. I could have yeah. done that. <laughs> I, the like radio if I knew does that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like, always good to go back to the photos, I think, because... Uh, yeah. A good photo never goes out of style. Right. And especially if you caught a good moment, you know, something happening on the street, like with street yeah. photography, you know, that moment is only once. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not ever going to replicate, replicate that. So it's good to go back to the edits. And mm-hmm. people who do, I find, always tend to improve themselves later yeah. on. And yeah. I've noticed that with all of our works, in fact. Mm-hmm. But yours, especially when I first started following you, like in 2016, wow. I think it was, or something like that, um, your edits have become crispier and moodier and now you have this like orange and blue tone i love his fall photos <laughs> Did you so see? much because every time i look at it it's like damn it what is he doing was i it, need what, to know was it the mustang photo the, it was i think more recent the mustang with the sunset uh, yeah that, that one, one that one's like definition yeah i saw that fo- it, you, you can be scrolling through like the explore page and you'll see ian's photo and you yeah. don't know it's ian's photo yet but you look at it you're like that's Ian. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you highlight it. It's that's like, funny. yeah, that's yep. Ian. Yeah, yep. and, and it's cool because you have developed a style in such a short time, and it's so mm-hmm. recognizable that people like myself who don't necessarily are look, are, I'm not looking for your photos. I know they just pop up, but like right. when I'm an explorer, I'm trying to find something new for inspo, and then you come up, and I'm just like, there he is. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. he is. <laughs> there he is. And it's great because seeing you evolve over these years been fantastic Thanks, man. I, I, I love seeing your work and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing even more Absolutely. Yeah, 2020 is going to yeah. be a big year I think for all of us yep, for Ian, sure. I really hope that you get more contracts because we want to see more work from awesome. you Absolutely. thank you very much yeah thanks for coming on yeah again. this is great it's awesome. yeah. <laughs> sweet. short but sweet and uh, <laughs> yeah next time we'll maybe have some <laughs> contrast <laughs> podcast cups yeah. uh, right now I got a Christmas cup Josh has my cup from work we're going to nice. go do some concrete yeah, we're going to do some concrete. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Let it be known, we're not just photographers. Yeah, yeah. At least I'm not. <laughs>
But yeah, thanks again for coming on, no Ian, and yeah, uh, we hope to have you back again sometime, maybe sure. at the end of the year. So yeah, let's yeah, do it. for sure. We'll yeah. get you in. Awesome. Sounds good. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs>